Welcome to Small Biz Brainiac, providing employer intelligence that helps you navigate the regulatory landscape and keep you on course running the business you love. Here's your host, Thomas Rock Lindsay. Well, hello and welcome to episode 30, Health Savings Accounts. My name is Thomas Rock Lindsay, and I'm your small business ally, instructor, and servant. I'm here to help you thrive in your role as an employer. I provide employer intelligence to you, the small business owner, and help you become an employer brainiac in just about seven minutes every Tuesday and Thursday. Well, here's a real big brother program for you. The impetus of this draconian policy is immigration concerns, but this is an area where illegal immigrants are net contributors and they help subsidize our largest social program, Social Security. We'll learn more about E-Verify on this episode of Small Biz Brainiac. Let's rock this. What is this nasty, time-consuming program called E-Verify? Well, the program was authorized by the Illegal Immigration Reform and Immigrant Responsibility Act of 1996. Here's how the federal government sells it. They say that it's an internet-based system that compares information from an employee's Form I-9, Employment Eligibility Verification, to data from the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and Social Security Administration records to confirm employment eligibility. E-Verify's most impressive features are its speed and accuracy. E-Verify is the only free, fast, online service of its kind that verifies employees' data against millions of government records and provides results within as little as 3 to 5 seconds. Today, E-Verify is used nationwide by more than 600,000 employers of all sizes, used at more than 1.9 million hiring sites, joined by about 1,400 new participating companies every week, one of the federal government's highest-rated services for consumer satisfaction. So how's that for a sales job? Well, here's how it works. First, you have to enroll, which you can do in the following five steps. Visit the enrollment website, answer some access questions, Sign the Memorandum of Understanding, enter your company information, and print the MOU. And now the fun begins. You have to create a case, but only after the employee has accepted the job offer and completed an I-9. You can't e-verify someone before you hire them. How's that for efficient? You can't use e-verify on existing employees unless you're a federal contractor. Conditions apply. Next, you take the I-9 and enter that information no later than three business days after the hire. If your employee provided a permanent resident card, an employment authorization document, or an unexpired U.S. passport as part of their I-9 identification, then you'll have to make a copy of that document because the imperial system is going to require that you, quote, photo match them. After that, you have to keep a copy of the photo-embedded document along with the I-9. And finally, the system will return a result in seconds, but don't worry, the fun may not be over yet. You might get a tentative non-confirmation. And if you do, that means a match couldn't be made. It doesn't mean that your freshly hired employee isn't qualified to work, but it does mean you'll get to spend some quality one-on-one time with them. If you get a TNC, that's a tentative non-confirmation, they'll have to meet with you in private to see if maybe they gave you the wrong social security number 
or maybe their immigration status changed and they weren't aware of it, or they forgot to notify the Social Security Administration of a name change. You'll need to print the TNC from the system, go over it with them, and the TNC tells them what their rights are and how to go about correcting it. Now, they can either contest it or not. If they don't contest it, you can fire them and close the case. If they want to contest it, then you have to go back into the system and follow the instructions to refer the case to the umpire, I mean the authorities. Now, the system will provide a referral date confirmation. You give that to the employee so that they know who to contact and by when. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, you can't take any adverse action against the employee while that quote-unquote case is outstanding. Now, thankfully, not all states mandate the use of E-Verify. According to verifiedpersons.com, seven states require all employers to use E-Verify. Eight states require E-Verify for state agencies, public employers, and contractors. And eight other states have some variation of E-Verify requirement. And three states have laws that have either expired or have actually been rescinded. Now, the system is fraught with problems, and in an article on HuffingtonPost.com, David Beer, Director of Immigration Policy for the Niskanen, hope I pronounced that right, Niskanen Center, spells it out. And here are the highlights. When Intel started using E-Verify back in 2008, 12% of their cases weren't authorized. They were all eventually cleared, but a ton of time and money was lost, and the affected employees were confused, worried, and upset. It gets worse. After P.F. Chang began using E-Verify, they were sanctioned for hiring workers who managed to sneak through the system. The result? Eight stores closed in Arizona. According to a Weststat study, more than half of undocumented workers are cleared by the system. Successful rejections force workers into the employment black market. He goes on to say that workers fled Arizona, Alabama, and Georgia because of their laws, and these states suffered considerable economic loss. The University of Alabama found that the state of Alabama lost as much as $264.5 million in tax revenues, and Arizona's estimated economic loss was $48.8 billion. And in Georgia, crops were rotting in the fields for a lack of workers, requiring the governor to use convicts for labor. And he goes on to say that E-Verify costs the federal government $100 million a year. Granted, this article was written in 2012, and no doubt things have improved within the system since then, but this is typical government knee-jerk reaction causing unintended consequences that far outweigh the actual benefits derived. In a July 2015 article by Jim Harper of the Cato Institute, I love the Cato Institute, by the way. He says that E-Verify as an intrusive labor market regulation that places the onus of immigration law enforcement on American employers. E-Verify is expensive, and it has a startling degree of inaccuracy. He also says that the reason for its failures are the adoption compliance rates have been low, the system's easily defeated, and the cost in terms of dollars and freedom are too high. And I couldn't agree more. And finally, consider this. Illegal immigrants are helping to prolong the life of the Social Security Ponzi scheme. According to the Social Security Administration, unauthorized immigrants collectively pay as much as $13 billion into Social Security every year, while only receiving $1 billion in benefits. So why do we want to scare them away? Well, there you have it. Let's recap. E-Verify sucks. 
Hopefully more states repeal their requirement rather than more states passing it. And that's it for my recap. Well, as usual, if you have any questions about an employer-related issue, please don't hesitate to contact me from the website, smallbizbrainiac.com, and I will get back to you with an answer. Well, that's a wrap. Thanks for listening, and have a great day. Thanks for listening to Small Biz Brainiac. To get your questions answered by Thomas directly, visit smallbizbrainiac.com. And for more employer intelligence, be sure to join us again here on Small Biz Brainiac. Small Biz Brainiac.